We meet up with Molly Birnbaum once a month for a cooking tune-up of sorts. Molly is the executive editor of Cook Science from America's Test Kitchen, and she believes that good cooks are not born, they're made. And one of the keys? Understanding the science behind what we cook. And with that in mind, our managing producer, Sally Swift, talked to Molly this month about an ingredient near and dear to me, Parmigiano-Reggiano. Hey, Molly, good to have you back. Thanks so much for having me. So what have you and your team been working on at America's Test Kitchen? We have been diving into the science of Parmigiano-Reggiano. So what have you discovered? New information on the goddess of cheeses? We have discovered some new information on this goddess of cheeses. (laughs) uh, And it's actually a very simple discovery that we've made, but one that has um, practical applications for the home cook. So in America's Test Kitchen, we get a lot of Parmesan cheese because we are going through a ton of it all the time. We're constantly cooking in our kitchen. And you're talking about the real Parmesan, the Parmigiano-Reggiano, right, with the DOC from Italy. This is the real stuff. Exactly. We're talking the real stuff. And in general, a wheel of Parmigiano-Reggiano weighs 84 pounds and can measure up to 18 inches wide (laughs) and 9 inches tall. This is a huge thing. It is a very big wheel of cheese. Um, And in the test kitchen, we purchase quarter wheels. So not a whole wheel, but still a significant Mm -hmm. amount of cheese that lasts for months in our kitchen. Um, And what we do is we break it down so that everyone can have their own manageable pieces of this cheese. And in the process of breaking down this quarter wheel, we noticed a big difference between the cheese at the rind and the cheese at the inner part of the wheel. It almost seemed like they were two different cheeses. Hmm. So we wanted to kind of get to the bottom of that. So we did blind tastings of samples of cheese taken from a bunch of different locations on a wheel of 18-month-old Parmesan-Reggiano, mainly from the outside and from the very center of the wheel. And the tasters that we asked to describe the flavor of each sample and rank them, they unanimously loved the samples from the outside of the cheese close to the rind. Wow, that's crazy. Everyone. Everyone. And there's a huge difference. um, The words that they used to describe it were much more nutty, much more complex, with a sharp flavor, pleasantly crumbly. Um, The samples from the center of the wheel ranked last and were described more as clean tasting and smoother with a little bit of a plasticky texture. Hmm. So those are huge differences. We wanted to know why. And what it comes down to is that when cheese ages, it undergoes a very complex process called proteolysis. And this impacts the texture and the melting qualities, basically the casein proteins, which are the most important proteins in milk and play a huge role in cheese, They kind of bind with each other, creating this very strong network. Water evaporates. It becomes a very strong kind of aged thing, um, and it affects the flavor pretty significantly. And in this process, which happens from the outside of the rind going in, Mm -hmm. um, there are little white crystals and larger round pearls that are formed through the process of proteolysis. And they're definitely not defects. You'll notice them when you eat cheese. They're kind of crunchy Crunchy. and super delicious. They're found in aged cheese mainly. And so we found that the crystals and the pearls were much more prolific on the outside of the cheese than the inside. And that's because of the process of aging happens from the outside in. And we wanted to find out a little bit more about what those actually were because we realized we had no idea And in the process of researching that, we found out that the scientific community also didn't really have an idea of what those crystals and pearls were until last year. 
There was a paper published in Dairy Science and Technology in 2015 announcing the discovery of what these crystals actually were. And it was research conducted at the University of Vermont using an instrument called a powder X-ray diffractometer. Wow, how exciting. Um, I know. (laughs) I don't even know what that looks like, but it's very cool. And what they did was that they found out that the tiny white crystals in Parmesan are composed of an amino acid called tyrosine, while the small white pearls turn out to be a crystalline form of the amino acid called leucine. So that was a big discovery in the Parmesan world. They're delicious. That's what you want. You want to get a piece of Parmesan close to the rind because you want that crumbly texture, that nutty flavor, and as many of those tyrosine and leucine crystals and pearls as you possibly can. So you're looking in in the best of all possible worlds, you would be looking for a corner piece. A corner piece is exactly what you want. And can you tell us how we know we're buying the real Parmigiano Reggiano? Yes, that is an important that is an important thing to know. The real Parmesan Reggiano has a stamp on the rind so that you can see that it's actually there. So almost always better to buy a rind piece then so you know what you're getting. For multiple reasons, yes. So give me an idea of a recipe you love to make with Parmesan, something for us for spring. So something that I love to make is a Parmesan-crusted asparagus. And this is a recipe that we developed at America's Test Kitchen. And it's really interesting because it's not just Parmesan sprinkled on asparagus and roasted, which is delicious on its own as well. But for this recipe, we use ground-up Parmesan, panko breadcrumbs, a little bit of butter, and then we actually whip egg whites so that the crust we're creating on these roasted asparagus spears is a little bit lighter and airier, but still with that like crispy, nutty Parmesan crust. Sounds delicious. Do you save the rind from the Parmesan, by the way, and use it? I always save the rind. I love to stick it in soups and stews. It gives that kind of nutty Parmesan flavor. Yep, you don't waste any of it. It's expensive stuff. Exactly. It's precious stuff. Waste nothing. That's right. Molly, thanks. Talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks so much. Molly Birnbaum is executive editor of Cook Science at America's Test Kitchen. And she left us with a recipe for Parmesan-crusted asparagus. And you know where to find it. It's at SplendidTable.org.